A king must decide who he can trust and who he must discard. He must understand the minds of both his enemies and his friends. He must recognize that the truth of a man lies not in the land of his birth, but in his heart. A king must be a king on his own terms. He cannot be his father. He can only be himself. The chronicle will grow. Pages will be added. But Uhtred of Berbenbur will not be mentioned. Although I too was victorious. My name is Uhtred, son of Uhtred. My name is Uhtred Ragnarsson. Destiny is all. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to The Last Kingdom with Mary and Blake. It's a podcast dedicated to The Last Kingdom on Netflix. So grab an ale, sit back and relax, and let's see how England was born. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I love vengeance. Vengeance is... is, Vengeance is all. Oh, Vengeance (laughs) is, in fact, all. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am in on the vengeance game. That felt good, to be honest. It did, you know, and of course, the penultimate episode, I talked about how we didn't get to have any violence and we didn't get to have any fighting. And I feel like oh, it made up for it. It's the peanut butter and jelly when it comes to Uhtred. You got to get a little bit of violence. So we just had a lot of it and a lot of shifting of puzzle pieces. Yep. And of course, we are here to delve into all of it. So before we get into the rest of this episode, though, we want to remind you to please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you are listening in real time, season five is about to drop on Netflix. And that being said, Blake and I are going to be podcasting a lot, a lot about The Last Kingdom. Um, and all of them may or may not be as a video like some of you are used to. So you could do a couple of things. As I said, make sure you're subscribed in your podcatcher of choice. I'd also um, love for you if you want to know when we are going to be premiering the episodes live so you can join in the live discussion. You could take out your phones if you're in the U.S. And you can text the phone number 81010 and then in the message field I want you to do the at symbol last king so no spaces just that at symbol last king as your message to the phone number 81010 and uh, international peeps we got you just send us a message and we can hook you on up thank you friends at jointhenerdclan.com for picking this show as the one that we podcast about and if you're not yet a member head on over to jointhenerdclan.com because we got a lot of stuff going on and it's all thanks to you All right, let's get into the show
I said, we are here at episode 310, the like final episode of season three, the first season that Netflix did of The Last Kingdom. Um, so really what happens in this episode is a massive battle. Alfred died last episode and everybody, everybody wants to get their feelings out in a big old battle. Um, so Edward ends up siding with Uhtred, making sure that he is A-OK and not banished. And um, yeah, they win. Danes lose and <laughs> Ethelwald dies. Oh, goodness gracious. That's how, you know what? That's just, that's how things work, man. Ethelwald croaks and again, vengeance is beautiful. It's uh, when it's done by Uhtred. That's yes, true. Yes, it, it is. is. This was obviously, as Mary said, episode 10, the finale of season three. It was directed by Edward Basil Gett, who helmed the last episode that we talked about. And it looks as though he is going to helm many of the episodes for season four. And in fact, if you are interested in this, the Last Kingdom feature film that will be premiering on Netflix after season five. So quite excited about this. Um, just to know that I, it looks like they've really found somebody to hopefully find the voice that they're trying to achieve mm -hmm. uh, in, in The Last Kingdom. Not to say that they didn't have it before, but mm -hmm. this it feels like they've honed in on somebody that you know, understands the vibe and the tenor of what they're trying to achieve. And uh, I got to say, it's working the, the past two episodes that he's directed. I mean, whether or not it's the writing or, you know, just the cashing in on the emotional equity of, <laughs> that we've built up over the past number of three seasons. Uh, these are high watermark episodes okay. uh, for the last kingdom. So the writer of course is Stephen Bouchard. Here's a fun fact. It is the last episode of oh. The Last Kingdom that he writes because Aww. after this season, he departs from The Last you Kingdom know, as showrunner. He takes his check and goes on a vacation. I don't blame him. And Amen. Uh, when I read up about it, he just uh, one of the things that he said was, I just told my story. Yeah. And... And I, I really want to talk about it with you in, in that frame, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's let's put a sword in the, into that okay, conversation. Okay, I dig it. Mary, what do you got for your shields rating? What do you got? My shields rating on a scale of one to five shields is a solid five. Not a five plus, but a five. This is okay. definitely one of my favorite episodes of The Last Kingdom. All right, good. I'm at a 4.99. Oh, which is essentially a five. It is essentially a five, but I cannot in good conscience give it a five because I enjoyed the last episode more than I did this oh, episode. Oh, okay. I I can appreciate so, it. I feel like these were two in one. Yeah, it was certainly a, a tufa. Yes. You know, we can call it that. We can call it a tufa. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoyed the last one more, so it has to go down a hundredth. That's okay. That's how that goes. All right, your GBG, the uh, the good, the bad. And the great. Before we get into our GBGs, we want to remind you that our GBGs are sponsored by Minute with Mary. In case you are looking to zhuzh up your skincare or makeup routine, I would love to help you on out. Um, it makes me feel loads better, even though I have been dealing with the panorama right now. Um, I put on a little makeup before I did this podcast, and I got to tell you, it gives me a little pep in my step. So um, search the hashtag Minute with Mary, particularly on Instagram or Facebook. Send me a message. I also have a Facebook group that I'd love you to join. Mm -hmm. All right, so my GBGs, my good my bad and my great my yep. good teamwork makes the dream work man okay okay and if you don't got a team and you don't know who's on your team oh then watch you got, out you got baby. problems watch out we call them ethelwall problems and what i loved <laughs> is that both sides were nervous that their teamies weren't going to show up yeah and both sides were looking for ethelwald's buddy what's his name sigabrit sigabrit and they're like, we're sick of Brett. We're sick of Brett. You're looking for him too. I'm looking for him too. 
and they were even looking for the Mercians too. Yeah. The the the, the, uh, the yeah. people from Wessex. So like switcheroo, man. Yeah. You know, big deal. All right. Oh, oh my. my goodness, you're bad. I thought you wrote something else. I know. Well, if you rearrange the letters of Knut, it spells something. <laughs> um, yeah, Knut is still alive, and he's lying to Brita. Yeah. So it just means that at some point he's going to get a nice death, but I kind of wanted his death now. I'm glad we got Ethelwald's death, which mm-hmm. um, is my great. Goodbye, Ethelwald. I loved his death. I loved the chasing of Ethelwald. I loved all of it. Yeah. But I also wanted Kanat to die. So, because he just made me mad. He made me mad that he was lying to Brita. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Ethelwald did it. Like, she, she can't trust you. You just slept on this info and I don't know. You, you were part of it, man. Yeah. So, and, and your boy Hester, Heston. Yeah, now you got me messing up his see, name. Heston. Heston. He's still alive. He's still alive. My now. little cockroach that cockroach. could. I know. <laughs> the little cockroach that That's could. That's Heston. All right. So it's your GBG. All right. My good uh, has to go to uh, the director, Edward Basil Gett. I mean, what do we this episode could have gone wrong in so many different ways. You could have been very confused. It, and it, like, it, you, know, you could have been very confused. It, and to be honest, a finale, anytime a finale happens, it has an opportunity to just puke all over its shoes. Like, just oh to God. like. Can you use something different to describe well, that? Uh, all right, pee in their pants. I don't, whatever. Why does it have to be a bodily fluid? What, because that's when somebody like just drops the ball. Okay. Okay. That's a much better way to describe it. And there's there's an opportunity here, I think, on so many different ways to to do that, which was that big monologue that um, that Uhtred has in the the town square yes. uh, when he's proclaiming his innocence, and even the stuff with Edward. You know, the way that he tries to rally the troops that could have gone really poorly. Mm-hmm. The battle scenes could have gone really poorly, uh, and even even the final confrontation with Ethelwald could have been very cheesy, but it wasn't. And there was this great bit of subtle directing that I adored. When it happened, I like perked up. It got my directing like, oh my goodness, great. It was directing porn. Like the the, the, the I don't like that. Uh, sorry, yeah. it was it was okay. My directing nerd freaked out. It was this scene where Utrid is in the middle of the battle and everything stops. And you see him and you see him looking over and you're like, what's he looking at? And the camera just moves to the right. It pan, not, doesn't pan, but it just slides to the right. And in that the means pan? Well, no, no. Pan is when you turn, but when okay. you slide. Oh, okay. Okay. It okay. slides okay, to the yep. right. Got you. Um, Cha-cha. And as, as, the, as the, the frame slides to the right, you see in the immediate foreground, which blurred out a blue cape. Mm. And they have been building on this visual language, at least through the back half of the season. When you see that blue cape, you know exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. And Ethelwald. it keeps re- referencing that blue cape as Uhtred sees it. He starts running towards him. Ethelwald turns and runs. And, and, and Uhtred sees the blue cape running away from him on the horse. On like, mm-hmm. and, and when he falls down, you see the blue cape fall down. It, it just... It was just such a subtle piece of directing mm-hmm. that you know exactly what's happening, you know where it is, you know what is about to happen, and it's all done through a subtle slide of a camera. Mm-hmm. Man, what great direction Agreed. from there. Uh, my bad. And this is why I cannot, in good conscience, give it a five. Oh. Because nothing really comes of Brita. 
Brita has made it a point to tell Canute, you got to keep Ethelwald safe. He's mine. Did, did Ethelwald do this? Did he do that? And I know what does come of that, which is she gives the message to Uhtred. I get it. But that is lackluster to me. You've built this thing up where it should at least be both Uhtred and Brita taking uh, Ethelwald to task. But Brita shows up and it's just kind of like, oh, okay, thanks. You, you killed him. Good. Good job. Yay. I, I just, I don't like that. When you build something like that and you build that emotional math, you need to deliver on that emotional math. Uh, and they didn't do that in the finale. I feel like... Brita blames Uhtred for Ragnar's death because he left and that this probably wouldn't have happened if he was there and um, that they did tag team, but he needed to do it to prove himself to Brita, to prove himself to the family in Valhalla. Um, But I think, you know, with him getting that necklace at the end, like I think he feels like he did wrong. Whereas Brita doesn't feel like she was at fault. She Mm. faults Uhtred. Yeah, I I mean, I buy all that. And I think that implicit in the scene is that. Because she's not like, yay, hug, wee. Like, it's it's somber. It's not one of happiness and joy. It's like, okay, this is done. But again, they made a specific point. We talked about this last episode. Every single word has to have meaning every Mm -hmm. single frame has to have definition Mm -hmm. and the way they built that definition i don't think that they i I don't think they delivered on that definition okay okay but my great and of course it's got to be my great it's leofric oh i know seeing leofric in 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 the crowd as utrid is talking um building on what they had started earlier in the season and how he is a representation of the Saxon world and, and he's, he accepts it and uh, sorry, how Uhtred accepts that world and that ultimately he is both the, the, the final message and why we played this at the beginning of our episode, the final message is one of inclusion, mm-hmm. one of uh, temperance and tolerance and uh, Uhtred can now accept the fact that he is both Uhtred of Bebenberg and Uhtred, uh, Uhtred Ragnarsson. Mm-hmm. Uh, having that acceptance, that arc, that uh, th- that finality is kind of why I see Stephen Bouchard leaving the show. Agreed. Having Leah Fritz show up, having, him, having Uhtred have this acceptance, it just feels like, okay, I began this story and I, I close – if like – so let's just get into that conversation right now, Mary. Let's do it. I know, obviously, that, and you know, and everybody else that's listening to this knows, that there's a season four and eventually a season five and, and even a film. But the, I will say that this does feel like a series finale. It it had the it has the potential that it could be. If it wasn't yes. renewed... And if we didn't know what was happening, I agree. You could sit back and say, well, I don't know what happens to Uhtred. I don't know what happens to Brita. But that's how some series end. And there was still a lot of finality to it. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, the show, I think it did build in mm-hmm. its own infrastructure of season four, right? Like, we have the stuff with Ethelred that's coming up. And Canut. And Canut Weasley's still alive. Heston is still alive. Uh, this stuff with... Um, 
Ethel Fled is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she shows up with Mercia. What does that do to Ethel Red in, in his stance mm-hmm. in Mercia? There are some natural things that I think season four can build upon. But I I kind of get why Stephen Bouchard left just because that emotional resonance the the pull of the last kingdom for me was always that relationship between um, Alfred and Uhtred, Uhtred mm-hmm. and what that meant for Uhtred, what that meant for Alfred, and how they both found themselves wrestling with their values. Mm-hmm. And we see the final culmination, like we begin the episode with intolerance, that being Tura dying. Uh, in the you know she didn't die in the fire but she's you know it wasn't a a cruel cruel death but it was pretty cruel i mean that's pretty cruel um we we see i don't want it we see the definition of intolerance at the beginning and Mm. at the end we see the definition of teamwork and and tolerance itself the 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 very opposite the 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 growth of england coming together people from wessex and mercia and all and uh kent all these armies coming together to defeat the 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 danes and alfred's vision does come true through the lens of and through the work of edward and utrid and everybody i see why stephen bouchard leaves do you see why he leaves yeah. do you agree with it do you think it's it's i think he told alfred's story yeah so it'll be interesting to see, you know, obviously we haven't read the book series and I don't know if this takes us through Edward's story, if Edward lives throughout all of the books or if he dies at some point. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what this next crop of writers does for this. But what I did like at the end of this episode is Uhtred voiceover saying like it it, it was written that Edward, you know, ba 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 ba. So that also helped give that really good finality feeling, but it also just helped solidify Alfred does become king Alfred does rule and so we don't have that on the table anymore obviously Ethelwald was dead but um, there were a lot of loose ends tied up sure whether through voiceover or through some different actions so i agree i think i think uh this this writer did a great job through alfred's story i loved his writing but i'm excited to see somebody else yeah and i think there, there's also some great visual storytelling here when i when, when i first watched the episode because i we watched it twice um i was not a big fan of utrid standing out on the the edge of the water and then the camera like pulling out really fast the way that it does mm-hmm. But I think visually it tells a thematic story, which is Uhtred is the centerpiece of the England that is to come, right? So it starts on him very in a micro fashion, mm-hmm. and then it pulls out real quick into a big macro picture, and that envelops the land of England and Wessex and everything that uh, comes from that. So, yeah. like, I kind of get where they're coming from. And also, it, it, it plays on what happened with Skade as well. Like, Skade is so easily... I, I so easily forget Skade as Same. being part of this season. Same. And uh, yet, she's part of that magical element. You know, how yeah. do you get Ragnar to Valhalla? And so, to me, Skade is just another part of this different religion part of this kind of folklore the magical element to it whether it's skate or isolt or um what's his name not uma upa 
Abba and Story. Yeah, like all those people. Uh, Uma. <laughs> I don't know. He's dead. <laughs> so yeah, I just think that it's part of that whole magical element. So it was, you know, is it very? Um, it, as I said, it just tied up things nicely. I I feel satiated. I feel like I could now dream. You know, if there wasn't future seasons, I could dream of what Uhtred did. I could dream. You know, the only thing that I that I would feel the pain to watch or to want does he get Bebenber? You know, that's the one thing that I feel like because of what happened in season one and he's been driving towards this. That's aside from that. I feel like I could dream about Brita killing Canut one day. I could dream about Edward and Ethelflaed and all those people working out. But I want to know, does Uhtred get his birthright? Yeah. The, hmm. Like what I, that's why I need more seasons. I mean, I love the show, so I would say I would want more seasons anyway, but that's why I need it. Yeah. You can't start a show like that and not be able, that was not tied up. Yeah. You can't, the premise of even the, the pilot, right. Was Bebenberg is mine. Exactly. Bebenberg is mine. Um, you can't start a show like that. Yes. And then not, uh, find a way to deliver on that. Mm -hmm on that threat, right? Uh, you, you can't succeed, but you know, part of me wonders, you know, if, you know, Steve, what Stephen Bouchard said was just kind of writer speak also. Like, I wonder if he got in the game with Netflix and realized this is not the direction I want to go. Oh, hmm, interesting. You know, uh, the way that the episodes were left off each and every time, how mm-hmm. there was, how there was, uh, you know, these big cliffhangers. It's a different style storytelling. Yes. And I can see somebody who is artful in his craft the way that he was, mm-hmm. especially in the first two seasons, say, yeah, this is not my style. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And I thank you for making the show popular. But, yeah, this is not the kind of storytelling that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So as we move on to a new writer and a new season, still on Netflix, we're going to see if Aldhem is still alive. We're going to see if we still see Stiapa. Uh, We're going to see how often we deal with the queen because now it's been established that Edward does become king. So all these little bits that I'm not totally caring deeply about, but you know, we don't know if Aldhem dies or not. We don't know where Bianca goes now that he has been laid off. Um, So it's going to be some interesting things that our friends, does Finnan find somebody? Does he get to go on a date? I mean, let's be real. There are these little things that will just kind of be icing on the cake as we go into season four. So we, the the player just stopped. Um, It happens. It does happen. So one thing that you did mention to me, Mary, was that this episode just flew by. Yeah, when we finished it, you know, we've watched it now two times. When we finished it last night, I said, wow, that was, that didn't seem long. Like, it, to me, it felt like it must have been a shorter time episode. You know how sometimes yeah. when um, you're on non-network uh, television, they get to kind of play around with the timelines and Blake said, no, it was the same amount, but maybe it was because it all happened so quickly and sometimes when you're caught up in so much fighting, plot doesn't necessarily happen. It's more of 
the extravagance of watching people fight and yeah. the beauty of the craft. Um, I think that Uhtred's speech in the yard was very big. Obviously, we had Tura dying, but you kind of felt that from the, the last episode. So to me, this episode, great season finale. It really pairs well with the last episode. Mm-hmm. But to me, there wasn't a ton of meat that I feel like I need to digest. Yeah, and I think that it might be the reason why this episode, you know, for the finale might be a little bit shorter for us just because you're right. Like the, the main parts, I think the, the theme of what they're trying to achieve, we've talked about. Mm-hmm. I think the, the, the specific parts of what they tried to achieve, we've, we've talked about. Uh, I mean, I will say that the episode was full of battle and full of a lot of marching, you know? Um, and like, that's not bad. It just, it is what it is. Uh, like, that does make the time go by. Mm-hmm. I, like, as I get older, I think that I realized that like the big battle scenes are great, but I don't know. I, I just, they don't get me excited the way that they used to okay. as, as a viewer, okay. you know, not necessarily for the last kingdom, but just for, in general, you're a sucker for a good one-on-one conversation. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, I, you know, I just got done watching, um, the last duel with, okay. uh, with, uh, Matt Damon and, and, uh, what's everybody, everybody. And like the, the last dual part of it, like the, the dual part of it was cool. And there was, you know, the ending was the ending and it's great, but like, I was just much more interested in everything else that happened than the fighting bit. You're a sucker for character building. Uh, yeah. And I, I think that's happened as I've gotten older and I, 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 I love the fact that the, the King Edward, you know, he's being called out in public by Ethelwald. He's just an Etheling. He has no power whatsoever. The Witten has to decide. Mm-hmm. And everybody turns to Edward and says, what are we doing? Yeah. Even even Bianca, who, is, who just lost his wife, who just got his pink slip, yep. turns around and goes to Edward and says, it's your decision to make. Yeah. And everybody buys the decision. I love it. Everybody except... Mommy. Mommy. <laughs> which is a... Big problem. Big problem. Um, Mother knows best. Oh, listen to your mumsy. Listen to your mumsy, definitely. I I, I don't know how they're going to handle that one. Um, I, I wonder if 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 she's going to... I mean, she just needs a hobby. Let's just be real. <laughs> she's okay? the crochet. She needs a hobby. Take up sourdough, you know. Yeah, just get the learn starter the guitar. kit. <laughs> yeah, she needs a hobby. I wonder if she is going to drive... Edward a little crazy the way mm. that Tommen was driven crazy. Mm. Uh, and I, again, I hate making those Game of Thrones references, but it, it's 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 hard to avoid them uh, in this style show. I can appreciate that. I wonder if if he goes a different route. If he goes I mean, you're the- talking about someone who was like at the right hand of the king, had a lot of say, had a lot of power, had a lot of knowledge, and now there's a new class but she's still in the building. And this was her kid who she had like ultimate power kind of over. Yeah, so how could you not? And I, the kid is is starting to to own the 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 role of temperance and and inclusion because ultimately while Aylesworth considers herself a good Christian and she very well might be a good Christian, although I I tend to I mean well through the lens of our current um, the definition of what it means to be a Christian, right? Like the one of forgiveness and acceptance. Uh, the, <laughs> Aleswith is not that. But, you know, she ultimately 
resolves herself to be the antithesis of what Alfred was. Mm-hmm. In, in despite his his good nature to say, "Yeah, mm, I believe in God," he even allows, and Bianca allows for the opportunity to, be, to for there to be gods, and that's a special thing. And now, Aylesworth's son, the embodiment, quite literally, of both worlds combining. Um, or colliding, uh, is now in power. And that, I don't think, is going to sit well with Aylesworth. I don't see how that how that works out. So what happens when you have a voodoo baby in the mud. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else to say about this episode, my darling? No, I'm just really excited to dive into season four. All right. You got a Destined to be Theory of the Week. <laughs> Heston lives. What? <laughs> No, that that's not? not a theory. That's we that's confirmed. No, he lives again. We'll see him in season 4. <laughs> All right, my destined to be theory eat the chicken. W- we'll see him eat chicken. Oh, he had so four. much chicken in this episode yes, by the way. All the chickens. Oh, so much great chicken. Uh, my destined to be theory of the week is that uh, hmm I'm going to say that Ethel Red teams up with Heston and Canut. And tries to put himself on the throne against the forces of Mercia mm-hmm. and uh, Ethel. Ethel fled. None of them like Ethel fled. I, I see that being the main thrust of season four. I like that. That's probably my guess. I, as I don't long think, as he brings his predator bird, the raptor bird. I know. That's another thing that they didn't deliver on this season. <sighs> heck? I, was I wanted old. it soaring above the air like when the Huns attack in the animated version of Mulan. It's <laughs> 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 uh, oh. No! All right. Well, uh, so that's that. Let's close this bad boy okay. out. Again, I know this is a shorter episode, ladies and gents, but we, we're going to be delving right into the next episode, and there's going to be a lot more to talk about. We we've, promise. We've had a lot of great discussion here, I think, so far. So, uh, yeah, let's close it out, shall we? We shall. I'm just going to close it out to Alfred death music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As we always have been, apparently. Honestly. Yeah, not great, Bob. Thing. Not great. Well, thank you all once again for hanging out with us for season three of The Last Kingdom. As we said, if you're listening to this in real time, we will be tackling season four at a rapid pace. Yes. And we do plan on covering season five pretty soon after it launches on Netflix. Um, so we're excited to be doing all of this with you. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media accounts as our spring of 2022 is going to be a busy one. So just search Mary and Blake on Facebook and Instagram in particular. Those are our most active accounts. On that note, my name's Mary. My name is Blake. Destiny is all.